0: Keep your expectors on. If you have to shout, go right ahead. Won't bother me a bit. I might stop and shout with you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, we've uh, we've been talking about healing and about faith and believing and 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 the healer himself. And you know, so many times, um, what what we're reaching for it, it, we're, we're reaching for as information rather than revelation. Amen. Because the word of God's not information. It it's light and revelation. Well if if we get a hold of it in our heart, then it'll change us. It, it won't just it, it won't just be um information. It won't just be something we know. It will be something we have. Which is way different. You know, people people know a lot of things. I you know what? When I when I was working with youth, you could ask them, you know, how does your needs get met? And they'd say, according to his riches and glory. Why? Because they memorized it. It was the pad answer that you had in church. Right? All my life. That, that's your pad answer. How are you healed? By his stripes. But I don't want it as information. I want it as revelation. I want it in my heart and I want it kept in such a way that it's not only he it's not only what heals me, but it's what keeps me healthy. Amen? The Word of God inside you will create health. Amen? You're, you're a walking, healthy person. Amen? And, and, you know, you can tell when you get a little low on word. Right? You know how people will say, don't go outside without your coat on? Don't go out without your word in. Amen? If you're a little low on word, get you some extra. Right? As my granny used to say, extra. Get you Extra. And put it in there, because because you're going to want it. I'm not even going to say you're going to need it. You're going to want it. If you, if you want it, you'll never need it. Amen. Because the Lord's our good shepherd. We don't want. Amen. So He'll give you more than you need. But it takes us getting into the Word. Open your Bible to Proverb four. And and there's things that, you know, of course, we know the enemy's trying to get us off track in so many ways because the only way he can keep you from receiving is to get us to believe something really stupid, right? You know, he, he gets you to believe some religious tradition or something that just isn't true about God. You know, he's always telling stories that are not true about God. He'll even use the Word and he'll twist it up to try to get you not to believe or to question. Because if you question God, or if you question if God, those questions have to be answered, just like we talked about that leper. When he came to him, he said, If you will, you can heal me. And then Jesus answered his question. The minute his question was answered, and there was no more question, healing happened. Amen? And, and and that's that's why the devil wants you to have questions first of all, but he doesn't want to be answered that easy, right? He not he doesn't want you to be like the leper and just say, "Oh, you will? Okay, right?" That that'd be that'd be just getting healed every time you ask, because you, that's the way we should. We were healed before we asked. Amen. Proverbs four twenty, we kind of got into this last week. It says, "My son, attend to my words." And I'm going to talk a little bit on the way he talks in these, because children get better dispensation. If you can see yourself as a child of God, not, not, just, not just saved, but saved to be a child of God. Amen? See, this verse is talking to my son. He's saying, my son... Pay attention to my words. What's he saying? He said, you're my son. You can hear this. You, you could own this. This, this is what you're built for. You, you, you have this in you to receive. Amen? Amen. And he says, he says, my son, pay attention to your father's words. Amen? (laughs) That, that's how important the word is. And that's what God would say to us. He'd say, pay attention to my words. Not what somebody else says, not what somebody else has has thought, not an opinion, but what I've said. Pay attention to by whose stripes ye were healed. Pay attention to that. Keep it in your eyes. Keep it in your ears. Lock it up in the midst of your heart. Amen? My son. Because if, if he can get you to only receive as a servant... then then you won't receive at the highest level because His great love has made us children. Every person in here is a child of the Most High God. Now, if your kid was experiencing lack, how long would he have to experience it? Mine, I can tell you right now, it's as soon as I can get to her. Right? That's how long she experiences lack. Well, maybe she needs to learn something, learn it a different way because my child don't lack. Right? God, God, God says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He didn't say, unless I need you to want for a minute so that you can understand what it's like to want. Right? You know, people say, well, I had to go through it. Why don't they? Because you went through it. Why would you want them to? Right. If you went through something that hurt you, that, that made you feel bad, why would you want your kid to? Right. Hmm? You wouldn't. You would not. And I'm not talking about just throwing things at them when they can't handle it. But, but I am talking about taking care. Of, if your child was sick, you would not leave them sick. There's no parent in the world that would leave them sick if they could do anything about it. Well, we don't have to wonder if God can do anything about it. He already did it. He already did it. And then He made you a child so you could get it. He did it before you were His child. And then when you became His child, it became yours. You were an immediate heir of healing. Glory to God. An immediate heir to prosperity an immediate heir to health and life because of what he's spoken in your, in his word. And when, and when we as children begin to pay attention, not just as bystanders, not, not just looking to get information, but looking to hear what is true wisdom and truth out of the word of God. Amen. Because that's the words. And when he, when he goes on, he says, he says, incline your ear. To your father, saying, let them, what's your father's words, not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those that find them. They're not just life to everyone. They're life when you find them. They're life. But if they're always sitting here and you're always over here, you'll never experience what they are. But if you as a child... You know, I'm convinced. That's why I said, if, you get, if you're going to receive the kingdom of God, you're going to have to receive it as a child. Because why? Because they'll just take it. Amen. A kid, man. You tell you, you're crazy if you think they won't. Well, oh, that's good. Yeah, I'll take some. You never have a kid. Oh, I don't deserve to be well. I've been bad. I should be sick. No, only, and some adult had to get their adult head and think that. What they needed to do was go back to preschool. <laughs> Right? And, and learn from a kid. Sick, bad. Well, good. Right? right? Broke, bad. Taking care of, good. Amen? Sucker, good. No sucker, bad. Right? And we, we don't have to... You know, God doesn't make this hard. He makes it... It's hard when we get our human head... And we try to put it on God. And we make Him think like we do. He doesn't think like we do. He told us in, in Isaiah 55, my thoughts aren't your thoughts. My ways aren't your ways. Mine are higher than yours. Look up. Look, look, look greater. Look bigger. What I'm going to do is greater than anything you've ever seen. If you'll just let me do it. Amen? And, and if we'll do it as children, as children of God. You know, we used to take kids into our house. I'm <laughs> Let to rephrase that. I used to bring kids home. <laughs> I, worked, I worked with inner city kids and, you, and they would have situations where they couldn't go to their house. And my house was right here. And it was safe. And I could do so much for them at that point. They weren't my children. So there were things I couldn't do for them. But you know, we had one girl that lived with us for most of her teenage life, not not as a foster kid, not she was just she just didn't really have a great home, and we were a good home, and there was a point where I became dad, and man, what I couldn't do for her before, I could do anything for her then. she could receive it. Because she became my child. Before she'd stand off and, and she'd well, I don't know. And and But then when she got to know me and got to know I loved her, she got to know that love. And that's what the devil doesn't want us to know about God. You know why he healed you? Because he loves you. You know why he saved you? Because he loved you. You know, a lot of people say, oh, I needed saving. You did need saving. So did I. But He did it because He loves you. He loved you so much, and He wanted you for His own. He wanted you to be His child. He didn't want you to be afar off. He wanted to draw you near and bring you to a place where He could give you everything He ever wanted to give you. You think your heart has desires? He has so many desires for us. And He is a good Father. I mean, what's it say in in Matthew? It says, if you'd give them this, how much more would God give them? If you know how to give good gifts, you haven't even tipped the iceberg. Because God knows how to give good gifts to those who ask Him. You know who doesn't ask? People who aren't children. People who aren't part of the family, they don't ask. They don't ask. You, You get a child that comes into your house and if they need something, you've got to keep asking them, you need this, you want this, are you missing this? And, and they might tell you, and they might not. Because they don't trust you yet, for one thing. So they might tell you, and they might not. But as they get to know you love them, as, as that love goes out, and, and they get a hold of the fact that you love and that's what God would say to us, get a hold of how much I love you. What, what I did to get you back. What I did to, to get you to a place where I could richly give you everything. Get a hold of that. Because, because that is why you're saved right now. Amen. What did it say? For God so loved the world that He gave. And Jesus so loved God that He loved you because God loved you. That's the way we should be. We should so love God that we love everyone else. Why? Because God does. If God loves something and He loved you that much, you ought to love back just the way He loved. Amen? And He loved you so much that He sent His Son that we'd not be destroyed, we'd not perish, we'd not want, we'd not, we'd, you know what, literally you could say that you would never lose. Literally that's what that says. That that he came that not only that you not perish but that you would never lose. That, that's a constant winner. That, that's what we are. We are consistent winners. We constantly win at every why because the the it's stacked in our favor. He's already paid the price. He redeemed you with with the blood of Jesus. He purchased you back to where the things that used to be able to get to you that they don't have that authority anymore unless we give it to them. The devil can't just put stuff on us. The love of God has changed us. We were born again by this love. We're no longer who we were, able to have anything the world has. Now we're who we are, able to have anything God has. Amen? And that's who you wanted to be all your life. When I grew up, I wanted to be a child of God. Actually, I'm going to say it different. When I shrink, I want to be a child of God. When I grow down, why? Because I'm going to receive him like a child, right? If he's got something, I want it. I'm not, because, you know, we were talking to somebody the other day. We were talking, you know, Brother Moore's been talking about the body. And they were talking about all the stuff that's, that, that you, seems like you forget. It was somebody that doesn't go to our church. And I said, no, you didn't forget it. You just got a lot more files in your head than you used to have. You do. I got, you know how many more phone numbers I have in my head than I had in 1990? Actually, I might not have as many because now we use a contact. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I purposely dial people so I never forget their number a lot of times. Not everybody, I couldn't, that's, I could by the grace of God. But, but what I, but, but what I was telling her is I was saying, no, you've just got more in there. Take a minute. Don't immediately say your memory's going. Because what are you doing? You're giving the devil authority. Right? To do something that God took his authority away to do. He doesn't have that right. He has to get it through our words or our letting him do it. Amen? And, and and we don't, we don't want to get into that. That's why we're, we're, that's why Brother Moore's preaching on the body and the words and, and don't, don't make fun of it. Don't make old jokes. Right? Don't make them. Act young when you're 80. Act young when you're 90. Act young when you're 120 and climb that mountain, look across and see everything God did and then leave. Right, that's With, with your bright eyes. Right? And, and, and your full force, not abated. Amen? But, but you know what you gotta do to have that when you're 120? Keep the word in your heart. The word is life to those who find them, and health to all your flesh. It, it is the keeping, saving, healing power of God. Amen. You know, in in verse seventeen of John three, we, we I, I quoted verse sixteen. You know, it says you'll not lose, but you'll have everlasting life. In other words, everything you do should turn out. And that's why I always tell people when they call and they say, "Man, this is going on." I said, "Guess what?" And they go, "What?" Well, it's gonna work out. How do you know that? Because if you'll just trust God, it always does. It all you know, how many things have you worried about that you just know now that you wasted many, many minutes and hours and days? I mean, I used to when I remember when I was broke as broke could be, and I I'd spend days thinking about how I was gonna get unbroke. And you know what? At the end of those days, I still didn't know how. Why? Because I had gotten myself into that mess with my own stupidity and I didn't have what it took to get out of it. Not in me, but in Christ I did. And you know what? Now I look back and I'm like, boy, that's a lot of wasted time. A lot of wasted time. It's like when you're sick. You spend a lot of time thinking, well, what would I do? What'd I, what'd I, should I, what can I do? Can I, should I take this? Should I do this? Should I go here? You know what? You could ask God those questions. But quit, quit asking yourself, because you don't have the capacity to answer you. Right? Ask God those questions. Because you don't, you don't want your general flesh answer. You want what God has to say. You can say, God, what, what do I need to do on this? But don't ask Him, what haven't I done? Because right? then what you're saying is, I know you would have healed me if I did everything right. He'd have healed you before you did anything. Because he already did, like I said last week, it's too late for him. He's already healed you. Right? If you, if you get healed tomorrow, he's not gonna say, no, 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 no. You were bad, take that back, give me the healing back. He, he doesn't do that. He's already, he's already put it out there. Healing is ours. Health and life are ours. And, and, and if we'll receive them and keep them, we'll have them. Amen? What did I say? John uh, 17? It says that God didn't send Jesus into the world to condemn the world, right? He did. He, he, God's for God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world. In other words, condemnation, another trick of the devil, to keep you from the fullness of salvation. Because He sent Him that He sent Him that, but through Him the world would be saved. Again, the word "saved" means healed, made whole. Right? Cause when, when we weren't saved, we were sick. I mean, I mean you, you, if you're on your way to hell, you're, you're terminal. Right? You are terminal as you can get. And he saved us. He made us whole. What did he do? He made us his children. He said, he said, I'll bring you into the whole family. I, I, let, let me make you a member of, of the healed family. Let me make you a member of the rich family, of the prosperous family, of the family that never loses. My mom used to say, we're a family that has miracles. We are a family that has miracles. Amen? We have miracles all the time, any time we have them. Right? Right? And and there's no reason. Why would we not want them? Well, I just want to believe God. You, If you get a miracle, you believe God. Right? We're acting like it just pops up. Ooh, what was that? Oh, it was a miracle. Oh my gosh. No, that ain't how it worked. Amen? But we can't fall into that, that condemnation. That condemnation either didn't do enough or, or did too much. Right? I, I, I haven't been good enough. I didn't read enough scripture. Uh, I, i I've, I've been this person. I've been that person. It doesn't matter who you were. It's who you are. And what He's trying to get you to be is not the child of God that you are. Condemnation takes you backwards to who you were, right? Salvation takes you forwards to who you are. And you're a child of God. Look at First uh, John. First John 2. He's working. He's helping us. He's helping us. People are getting healed. People are being healed. Glory to God. Of all kind of things. Somebody was having pains in their head in various places. I don't know if they're in here online or in Sarasota, but you're not gonna have those anymore. Not gonna have those anymore. They're gone. In Jesus' name. Amen. People that had some vessels in their heart that, that were injured or or something was wrong with that they're being repaired. They're being repaired in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Healings are happening. Healings are happening all over here, all over the internet. Healing. Why? Because it's God's will. Why? Because He loves you. Receive it. You know why? Because He loves you. Receive it because He loves you. Don't look for another reason. That's the simplest reason to receive. You know, people ask me, they, they go, why? if I give them something, why are you giving that to me? Because I love you. Just give people stuff because you love them and you always have the right answer. Right? Oh, cause you really needed it. You look sad. Here. First of all, it's not going to bless them. And they still don't know that you love them. Right? It says, it says in Luke, was it? It says, Jesus went to all the cities around and about, preaching the kingdom of God and healing all those that needed healing. So, if you needed healing, you no longer need it. Right? Because Jesus healed all those that need He is a need meter. Love meets needs. Amen? And it doesn't say, well, you really needed it. He meets it because He loves them. Why did Why did all those people... And you look at it over and over again, the Bible says, He went there and everybody got healed. Why? Because He loved them. And He went one put His hometown, couldn't heal anybody. You know what that made Him? Sad. Why? Because He loved them. Amen? God loves us. He wants us to have these things. 1 John 2.24. It says, how... Uh, did I say 2.24? Well, I've got that messed up. Let's go to 3, one. I don't even know what 2.24 says. What's it say? That's a good verse. That's not the one I want, though. Here we go. Read it in the NIV. N-I-V, the regular I I don't know how old my Bible is, so... Eh, that's close to it. See what great love the Father has lavished upon us. God has lavished love on you. In other words, if you'll just let Him, His love will overwhelm you daily. L- literally, if you would just let... If you just think for a minute, because we've only gotten this much. Because if He just poured it all on us, we'd just be a ball crying, saying, "Oh, thank you, Lord." We we couldn't even go to work. We couldn't do nothing because we got to we got to build ourselves up to get more. Amen. Because it is so vast. It is so great. It it is it is well. We can we could only imagine how big it is. It says how great the love. This is my NIV. It says, how great is the love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called the children of God. He loved us so much that He made us children. He said, said, I'm going to lavish so much love on you, I'm going to call you my children. I'm going to call you my children. And what, what He's saying is, I want you to receive from a child's place. From a family place. I want you to receive like you are mine. Amen? And, and, you know, that's one of the reasons the devil spent hours and days and years and years and years and years trying to mess up the family unit. Because the image of a family is messed up in this world today. It's messed up. It's, it's not... It's not a dad and a mom that love one another and love you back and, and, and want the best for you. And, and, and it's not, it's, it's messed up. He's done really big work messing up the father figure. That way they can't see God right. Right. And, and, and so what we always have to do, no matter who you're talking to, take them back to Jesus. He was the express image of God. If he healed everybody, that's what, that's what God wanted. That's what God would have done. That's who God was. Amen? And so we don't have to say, well, God's like this guy. Here's what God's like. Read the Gospels. And what Jesus did was the very heart of God. He said, I want you religious people to stop messing with people, stop keeping them back from having the goodness of God, and I want you people to receive the the love that makes you children and brings you into the place where I can give you everything I ever had for you. Amen? Amen. And when when he gets us to that place, then healing's not hard anymore. You know, in our mind we're like, cancer? Wow how can that be healed that's nothing it was he he took care of it 2,000 years ago and it's still defeated amen, right, that's right. <laughs> right? people say why well, people get it. we're in the world and we and we're still not we're still not all there amen don't don't get condemned if you had it Kim Kim God helped Kim through it amen right. glory to God so, so you know, oh, I had to go to the doctor. Or I used me. The doctor was used by God. You didn't use the doctor. That's right. Amen? If you use the doctor, you were only trusting and relying on him, you'll end up like Asa. And I don't know what that disease in his feet was, but I bet if he'd asked God, the same God that delivered him from the army of thousands upon thousands, if he'd asked that God, if he'd heal him, He might have showed the doctors what to do or just took it away, depending on where Asa was. Amen? How we get off on all that? How great is the love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called the children of God, and that is what we are. That is what we are. Every day we should wake up and say, I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. Of the Most High. I'm a child of the healer. I'm a child of the deliverer. I'm a child of the mighty one. I'm the child of the Most High. I'm a child of the One that loves me. I'm a child of the One that gave for me. I'm a child of the One that lifts me up and and seats me in heavenly places. I'm a child. Glory to God. I'm not I'm not I'm not a beggar. I'm in the house. I'm part of the family. Amen. I'm sitting at the children's table. Right? You know, you get, you get, when you have your big Thanksgiving and are children, and your, and there's a little table for children, you don't care if you're at the children's table at God's house. I, I don't care what table I'm at, just sit me at one. Glory to God. Cause guess what? They're eating off the same platters. And they're eating the goodness of God. They're, they're drinking the mercy. They're, they're filling themselves with life and health. Glory to God. And that's what, that's, that's what He wants for us. He, He lavished this love on you so He could get more things to you. Amen? Because once you're His child, you're His. You're His. How many, how many know you can't be taken away once you're His child? You may leave, but you'll still be His child. You know, you know the prodigal son? He was still His child. If he if, if something would have happened to him wherever he was, they'd have found his dad eventually and said, Something happened to your son. Because he was still his son. Right. Mm-hmm. He he was he wasn't in fellowship, but he was a son. You don't get out of the family. And we're adopted as sons. Amen. We're adopted as children. Yes. Where God? He took the time to to adopt each and every one of us. Yes. Amen. And, and, and you can't get rid of that either. Fact is, in, in my understanding, it's harder to get rid of somebody you adopted than somebody that you, that was yours. Amen? Why? Because he chose you. He said, I, I want them. You know what he did is he, he, he looked down and he said, I want everyone. I want everyone here, everyone that's been here, and everyone that will be here. I'm going to do something that takes infinity this way and infinity that way, and it wipes out sin from its very beginning and get my people back. Amen? And they're going to be my children, and I'm going to be their God, and I'm going to do things for them on a constant basis as a father, and they won't have to wonder if I care. They'll know that I love. Right? Because I mean, that's, that's what the, that's what the enemy wants to get. He says, well, if God really cared, why am I going through this? That's a lot, that's one of those lies that gets you where he can do things that he shouldn't be able to do. You know, the things we're looking for that we did, you know, like when people say, well, I gotta figure out what I did, why I can't receive. And, and we're looking for like really bad things like where we left the door and, and demons flew in and, and took over and we can't do anything about it. And, and what you really did was ask that question. That, that was what you did. You asked that question. What did I do? Instead of just receiving. Because he loved you before you ask. Well, what we'd be better off to do is stop and say, wait a second. I'm a child of God. What am I doing not healed? But honey, you might straighten up because you're the body of a child of God. So you might just go ahead and receive your health right now and get back in line with what God says. Because He's my Father. He's who I follow. He's the one that loved me and bought me. Amen? Glory to God. Look at John 4. Still in the NIV. John four and verse sixteen. And mine says, and so we know. Oh, I'm sorry, first John four. Excuse me. Smaller John. Little John. Is that Robin Hood's buddy? Little John. It's the bigger of the little Johnsons, right. and so we know and rely on the love God has for us. So when we step back and, and we don't engulf, and, and let let that love do what it does, then then we're not relying on it. If we're relying on God, we're trusting Him, we're looking to Him for everything we do because we know He loves us. Right. Because not not because He owes you. Not because he doesn't owe you. Not for any, you don't have to come up with any other reasons. Again, we make it too hard. We receive because we know he loves us. That's what it says. We have known and relied on that he loves us. That that's what we're when when you ask for something, you're relying on that he loves you. See, when you're a little kid, you just believe that they love you and they'll give you anything. When Ramsey was 16, she believed that and still asked for anything. And lots of times if I could do it, I'm like, <laughs> then there's other times where God said, "I'll do it, you get out of the way." That was the hardest time. <laughs> my like, God, I want to do it. and he's like, "I'll do it and she'll learn." I'm like, okay. He's a good guy. Why, why would I be worried about God raising my child? He would do a way better job than I did. Oh, yeah. Right? He he wouldn't get he wouldn't get out there and and she whine a little bit and say, "Oh, here." Yeah. He wouldn't do that. He'd say, quit whining so I can help you. And that's what he would tell his people today. Lord, help me, heal me. God, I don't know what to do. He'd say, quit whining so I can help you. Right? Those are the things that keep us from being helped. Because why? Because when your whiners aren't in faith, have you ever seen somebody whine in faith? Oh, God, I believe you so much. Lord, I know you're going to help me. I just believe you. I believe your word. <laughs> no, you never get no. That That's not faith. That is not faith. And it won't get us anything. Amen? Amen. He says, he says, and so we we have known and believed is what the King James says. We have known and believed the God love, the, the love God has for us. And then it says God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. So not only are we looking for this love to do things in us, but we're looking for this love to do things through us. Because when we live in love, not only does it work in you, it works through you. Amen? And and then your your childship, is that that a word it is today, (laughs) will show. Why? Because things will be happening in you and through you that people don't understand. Remember, it said it said they didn't know Him and they're not going to know you. Why? They don't understand. They don't understand somebody that just believes they'll get healed all the time. They don't understand somebody that won't worry. What do you mean? You're not worried? No. Why not? Well, God's always taking care of me. He'll take care of me now. And guess what? If He doesn't take care of me, I'm guessing worry won't help. I've never seen a Scripture where it says... Worry and it shall come to pass. Right? If you'll really worry with all your heart, you'll have those things that you worry about. What you'll do is you will say things with that worry that will keep him from ever helping you. That's good. Amen? Amen? And so we don't want to do that, right? We don't do that. We're going to live, abide in love. If you're abiding in God, you're abiding in love, and love is abiding in you. Amen? And, and then when, when you have that going on, that it, well, here it is. And it says, in this way, love is made complete or perfect among us so that we have confidence on the day of judgment. If you believe in this love, I'm going to try to get God to help me explain this. How many know when the day of judgment is? it 's the day that the devil comes to you and says you 're sick, yes. or the devil comes to you and says, "You messed up this time. What would you say to that i 'm a child of God, huh? why Because his love 's made perfect in you, and the devil can no longer talk you. you. know people are looking for a specific day. The day of judgment is the day that the devil is accusing you that 's the day, and there 's going to come a day where you wake up. And you got all the symptoms of the flu. And there's going to come a time where judgment happens. And it's either going to happen out of your mouth and give the devil free reign, or it's going to happen out of your mouth and give God the glory. Amen? Amen? Amen. Because many times, oh, scratchy throat, fever. This is the flu. Guess what? Yes, it is. Right? People say, "Well, I mean, you got the symptoms. You got it. no symptoms are not sickness." That's right. <laughs> right? Right? Don't don't give in. That, that, that's a trick of the devil. Actually, a symptom is your body fighting sickness. Right. Say, "Go, body, you go. Yeah. You're a child of God, body. Fight, fight. Be quickened." Amen. Right, man. If you if you've got a runny nose, it's your it's your body fighting off something trying to be there that isn't. Mm-hmm. Say, "Fight harder." Lord, quicken my mortal body. I pray that all the time. I'm like, speed it, speed it up, Lord. Speed this body up because the, the, this body is not created to be sick. Until, until the sin came into the world, there was no sickness. So this body is truly not created to have sickness. And if you're born again and you're a child of God, you're no longer created to be sick. You're recreated in Christ to be well. You're born again. You're a new creature. You know what you are? Child of God. Mm -hmm. You're a child of God. You know, that, that should be, that should be like those people that claim diplomatic immunity. (laughs) Right? They come over here and they speed and then they say, well, we didn't know diplomatic immunity. We need to be like that with child. Oh, and you say, what? Sickness? Child of God. What? What? Poverty? Child of God. Uh uh-uh. uh not having anything the devil offers you, don't take it. You don't have to have it. It's not it's not for you. You have a specific thing that's for the things that are for you, and Jesus purchased every one of them through the plan of redemption. You were saved to go to heaven one day. You are saved to be delivered from all the junk that happens on the earth every day. You are saved to be healed from any sickness or disease that would ever try to come near you. You are saved to win everything that you do. You, I'm not saying you're not going to go through stuff, but you're going to win. Right? It doesn't matter how much weight they put on the bar if you can lift it. Amen? It doesn't matter how far you have to run if you can run it. The love of God has been lavished upon us. Amen? So much love that if we'll just wake up in the morning and think, Man, you love me. Wow. And, and, and your mind won't even be able to conceive it anymore and say, Man, you're just going to have to shut down. I'm, I'm going to get this in my heart. Man, He loves me. I'm so well that well people would look at me and say, Can I be like you? I am... I am so prosperous. And, and, and it's not because you're going to look out and see a bunch of stuff out here. It's all in here. Cause prosperity's here. Until you get it here, you ain't getting it here. Yeah. Guarantee. Not, not from God anyway. And if you do get it, you're going to wish you hadn't gotten it. Amen. So when he gives it to you, he gives it to you the right way. Let the love of God overwhelm you daily. Get into his word and say, Lord, just show me your vastness. And he'll show you something and he'll bring it out to you and go, Oh my, how many times have I read that and not seen that? Amen. It's just like what we were talking about last week where Kim was watching Brother Moore talking about the children's bread. The children's bread. Did you know healing is the children's bread? Amen. I'm a child. Right? He's called me a child of God. He's called me His child and healing is my daily bread. Well, I wonder why He said pray every day and ask for your daily bread. Cause healing is the children's bread. Amen? So you eat, you eat His bread every day and just be well. Amen? And, and as we look at it, as we, as we seek Him, as we look for the, this, the, this, the vastness of this love, then, then we begin to receive because He loves you. You're almost like, well, how can I not take it? Right. <laughs> I mean, it's right there, and He wants me to have it, and it's so good, and my goodness, it's better than ice cream. Come on. <laughs> and we take it. And we walk in it, and we live it, and we live in God, and He lives in us, and, and and we walk in it and through it, and and we have it out here in front of us. And when people come around us, they see it and they say, "I don't know what that is. That guy's weird. He never worries, and he's always well. He he doesn't seem to have any problem. Yes, I know problems come against him, right?" How many know problems aren't very big if you don't tell people how big your problem is? Amen? Because the minute you, you know, when people call and they ask for prayer, first thing they'll do is start telling you the problem. You know, usually I'll stop them say, wait a second. What would you ask for if Jesus were standing right in front of you? And he said, what can I do for you? Jesus never told somebody to tell him their problem. He said, what can I do for you? He was the healer. He was the taker away of problems. Amen? If people start telling you your problem, you're going to say, oh, yeah, I've experienced that myself. Next thing you know, you're going to be right there with them. You might be crying together. That is bad. I don't know how you got in that mess, but I don't know how to get out either. Amen? Don't glorify the problem, because the bigger you make it, the bigger it is. The smaller you make it, it may still be there, but you'll jump right over it. Why? You're an overcomer. That's what we do. By nature, as children of God, we're overcomers. So what do we do? We overcome. God loved me so much, He made me an overcomer. Made me more than a conqueror. He loved us so much. He did all those good things for us. In the day of judgment, when COVID comes... People say, that's ah, the judgment of God. No, it wasn't. It's the sickness of Satan. God does not use sickness to judge people. People have been judging themselves for a year. Why would he need to do it? <laughs> Besides that, we're in mercy. Right? When we're not looking for judgment. We're looking for mercy. You know what? I don't know how many millions of people died, but I bet some of them went to hell. I'm not okay with that. Why? Because I have the same love in me that God loved me with. Yes. I'm not okay with devil the devil getting stuff in on us and taking people out that don't need to be gone yet. No, right. Amen? We were going off a lot of places. <laughs> it's, good. it's good, the Lord's helping us. Romans 8. Romans 8. Start about 13, I think. Romans eight thirteen. For if you live after the flesh, you shall die. But if ye through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the flesh, the deeds of the body, you shall live. Next verse. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. What's he saying? He's saying, people say, well, I don't know if I'm being led. Maybe I'm not a son. Well, <laughs> no. He's saying sons of God have the ability to be led by the Spirit of God. You could choose. There's many sons. I see I see people that are born again all the time that aren't even asking God what they should do. That's true. But he's saying you'll be led by the Spirit of God if you're a son of God. If you're seeking him, if you know who you are, you'll do what he asks. Amen? Why? Because if you know you're a child of the Most High, if you know who He is, if you know what this love did, then you're not looking for another answer. You're looking for Him. You're you're asking Him where to go. You're asking Him what to do. Amen? Next verse. For ye have not received a spirit of bondage again to fear, but you've received the spirit of adoption. Adoption. You've received... Our daughter's adopted, so, so this, this, when we, when we hear it, we're like, oh, we, we know what you have to go through to be adopted. We know, we know it. People think, oh, well, that's the easy way. No, 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 no. When you're adopted, we always told her, we said, you're chosen. You're chosen. God chose you and me. He, he looked down, he said, I want Dave. Huh? I want Tim. I want Paul. I even want Wayne. (laughs) I want all of them. I'm choosing you. And that's who he chose. He chose every person that would ever be. He chose us and said, I'm putting you. You were not in my family, but I'm changing your name. I'm changing your name. You now are underneath the name of Jesus Christ. That's in my family. That's in my family. Now I can get to you. Now I can give you everything that I ever wanted for you that I already bought. I got, I got a whole storage room full of everything I already got for you when the adoption was complete. Glory to God. And when the adoption's complete, oh, there's my healing. Wow, look at my prosperity. Look at the goodness of God. And you start digging through that, because you're adopted now. You're a child of the most high. And everything he ever had is yours. You're now an heir. An heir. You had no heir. You were, you were going to inherit zip. Before we were saved, you know what our inheritance was? Hell. That was our, you you were going to have a really bad life and go to hell one day. And then we got saved and we became children of the most high God. And by doing so, we became heirs to a really good life. And more amazing than that, we're going to go be with him someday. And we're adopted into this kingdom, into, into his family to where we call, we call him Abba, father. We say daddy, father. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for making me free. Thank you for giving me life, for for healing my body. Thank you for raising me up, taking me out of darkness and placing me in the light. That's where children belong, at the children's table. Where did He seat you? Right next to the head child, Jesus. He said, let me seat you right next to the Son. Here's a son. I'm sitting you next to the son right at the children's table. That's a good place to be. There's healing at the children's table. There's healing in the child of God's life. If we'll just reach out, if we'll we'll look at him, we'll say, I know you love me. I'm relying on that love every day to get me through, to take me up, to, to, to tell me what to do. I'm relying on the truth that you love me. And I, I love you because of that. And I love others with that same love. And, and I'm going to let myself get overwhelmed daily. I am. I'm going to start. When when Miss Phyllis says to pray for five minutes, I'm going to do my five minutes of prayer, and then I'm going to do five minutes of overwhelming. <laughs> right? I'm just going to sit there and say, Man, God, you love me. You and that love. I know that love, and and I love you. And, and, and show me more. Open up something new to me today. Let me do something with the love you've put in me. Give me more to do. What's more fun than loving with God's love? Right? Because human love, it wants something. God's love just wants to love you. Right, human love—it's looking for—it's looking for, it's looking for what, what can you do for it, and can I come back later and say, "Well, I did this." God's love says, "You know what? I'm going to love you, and when I'm done, I'm going to love you, and after that, I'm going to love you, and then my love is going to grow bigger in you, and I'm going to have more love in you, and then then that love's going to come on you, and and you're going to do things in that love, and then that love's going to work through you, and people are going to see and experience that love. Yes. Glory to God. That's what we want. Amen? Because we're adopted into the family of God. Our last name is now Jesus Christ. <laughs> Our last name. We are in the name of Jesus. We're redeemed by His blood. We are now part of the God's family. We're no longer who we were. Now we are who He made us to be. Amen? Amen? It says, and it says, His Spirit bears witness with our Spirit that what? That we're children of God. If you don't feel like a child, ask your Spirit. Yeah. It'll tell you, yeah, 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 I know Him. I know His love. You received Him. You're His child. Right. Amen? Amen. We, don't, we don't have to wonder if we are. Ask yourself. You know. If, if there's anything else going on, it's not you. Because spirit, the Spirit bears witness that we are children of God. And as children, we, we, we should be the best receivers of everything He has. Amen? And it says, And if children, then heirs. Heirs of God, joint heirs with Christ. If so be that you suffer with Him, that you may be glorified together. People say, oh, see, he suffered. Yeah, he did. He was persecuted. <laughs> right? He was tempted. But he didn't throw a fit or give in. What's he saying? You can now do that. Why? Because the same love that God loved Jesus with, that Jesus loved us with, is now in you. And now you don't have to throw a fit. You don't have, you, right? You don't have to give in. You don't have, we, we, we've got the spirit of not quit in us. Right? Spirit of God is the spirit of not quit. You know, you you never seen God come say, "Ooh, maybe later." No, God, He He just walk right through it. Why? Because it's the spirit to not quit. We're going to make it. We're going to make it. Keep those words in your mouth. We're going to make it. We're gonna We're gonna get through. We're gonna overcome. We're gonna conquer. And then say, "We're not going to worry. We're not We're not going to get into unbelief. We're not going to get out of rest. We're going." To conquer. We're going to overcome. We're going to be the children of God that we are. And we're going to receive at that level. And we're going to pay attention at that level. Glory to God. And as we do, we'll we'll receive. We're claiming Him. We're claiming Him as our Father. Amen? How many know you confessed Him? You confessed Jesus as Lord. And that you believe that God raised Him from the dead. And when you did, you became a child of God. You confessed Him. You chose Him because He chose you. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. i got to find somewhere to jump off. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Ephesians 3. Ephesians 3:14 because this is what we all want. You want to know more about the love of God. You, you want to be filled with all the fullness of God. What you have to have is not knowledge of God's love at that point, but knowing that passes knowledge. Amen? It says, "For this cause, I bow my knee unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ." And who is he? Of who the whole family, I got any whole family people here? Anybody in the whole family of God here? Because that's who he's getting ready to talk to you and, and talk about praying for you. He bows his knee to Jesus Christ to whom the whole family of heaven and earth is named. What's your name? Dave. Jesus Christ. That's real. I mean, I don't know how to put it a different way. I'm sure there's a better way to put it, but. I'm named after him. Yes. I'm the, I'm the next born of many brethren just like you are. He was the first born and we're all next borns. Yes. I don't know what number you all are, but I'm a number. I'm one of those numbers. Right. Amen. Amen. Right. And I'm part of the whole family, which is in heaven and earth. We're, we're the part that's in the earth, right? You're in the, you're in the family in the earth. People say, well, we'll be in his family when we get to heaven. Not according to this. We'll be in His family now and then. Don't wait until you get to heaven to get all the good things you can only get on earth. Right? Because like healing, don't need it in heaven. Right? Prosperity, you won't need it in heaven. You're going to live in the most prosperous (laughs) place. There's there's no non-prosperity there. Right? There's no sickness there. There's there's no disease. You're not going to need any of these things that he purchased for us down here. They're they're gear for here. Right? Right? They're they're your love of God gear. And he said, I love you so much, I'm going to gear you up with all this good stuff. And you got to have it down here, because down here, there is sickness and disease, but it's not for you. It's not for the child of God. The child of God is for healing, and healing for the child of God. Amen? He said in, in the next verse, that He would grant you according to the riches of His glory. we talk a lot about riches. Why? Because it's, it's overwhelming amounts of glory. It's overwhelming amounts of love. It's overwhelming amounts of goodness. He doesn't just give you enough. He overwhelms you. He says, I'm going to flood you With healing. I'm gonna flood you with the goodness of salvation. I'm gonna flood you with my word. I'm gonna overwhelm you with my love. I'm gonna give you according to my riches. That, that's overwhelming. That's overwhelming. He said, I want to grant you according to the riches of His glory that you'd be strengthened with might by His Spirit in your inner round. What's he saying? He said, you're gonna need more than you to handle this. So I'm praying that you'll be strengthened in here to handle what I want you to receive, what I'm praying for you to have. And he said in the next verse, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love. What? The love of God. The very love that's overwhelming you. The very that he lavished upon you. That same love. He wants. He wants us to be rooted and grounded in how much he loves you and how much you love because of him. Rooted and grounded in His love for you and His love through you. Be rooted and grounded in it. May, that you may be able to comprehend with all the saints. He wants, to, you know who He wants to know all this? All the saints. Every child of God should know the breadth, the length, the depth, the height. And to know the love of Christ, what's he saying? He said, I don't, I don't, I don't want you to have knowledge of it. It passes knowledge. Knowledge puffs up, love builds up. Amen? He's, he's saying, I want to give you, I want you to know the love of Christ that passes knowledge. I want you to know it. I want you, I want it in your heart in such a way that, that, that every time you think of it, a light comes on and you get more of it. I want it to illuminate your spirit daily, to, to receive from it. Amen? I don't, I don't want you, I don't want you to have information about it. I don't want somebody to say, does God love you? Mm, yeah. Yeah, God loves me. When somebody asks you if God loves you, you say, oh, oh, do you got a minute? Cause I got two. God loves me so much. And 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 he loves you just as much, yes. and he gives you this, and he gives you that, and he heals you, and he oh in and, and, and because you can no longer say it in English because it's so big amen, glory to God he says he says, "I want you to comprehend, I want you to know what what, what passes knowledge, I want you to know the love, not the knowledge of love." I don't want you to know the knowledge of love. I want you to know love. Amen. I want you to experience the overwhelming power of God that raised Jesus from the dead. I want you to experience the love that, that, that pulled you out of darkness and put you in light and made you part of the beloved. I want you to experience it. I don't want you just to know what happened. I want you to feel in your heart how it happened. Amen? I'm sure that's what Paul meant when he said, I want to know Him in the power of His resurrection. I want to know what that felt like when the love of God reached down into the pit of hell and grabbed Him up and brought Him out and put Him up as the spotless Lamb that we've been saved by. Whew! I'm getting overwhelmed. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord. Stand your feet. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord. Whew. And verse 20 says, Now to him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, overwhelming. To him that is able to overwhelm you with the goodness of God, according to... To the power that works, what's he saying? He can do more than you ask or think. According to the power that works in you, you. how much do you? How how much? How much is knowledge, and how much do you know? How how much have you put in here that still needs to get to here? You know, because so many times we look at this and we get, we read it like information. It's not information. It's empowerment. It's empowerment. If he says, "By whose stripes you were healed." you now can bank on being healed. Why? It's His Word. It's no different than when He said, come to Peter, and Peter stepped out on the water. If He said, by His stripes you're healed, you can step out on that, and by the love of God, receive it. Knowing that it's for you. Glory to God. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord.